یہ انٹرنیشنل گیم ہے اس میں دماغ سے کھیلا جاتا ہے غصے سے نہیں Everybody and welcome to episode 83 of Hoop Darshan. Hoop Darshan! Episode number 83, Karan. It's been a while since we've spoken, but uh, nothing's changed. No, nobody of note has worn jersey number 83. The only one I could find was uh, some guy named Craig Smith, which is like the most boring name ever, uh, played on the 2012 Portland Trail Blazers. Uh, I, can't, I can't even remember who this person is. Can you? I no I did I was I I thought it's somebody from the 70s but I thought I, like you could have with a name like told that. me yeah you could have told me Craig Smith exists in any era of the NBA yeah. and I would have believed you but yeah. but you, <laughs> you you definitely know uh, what happened in the 1983 finals though Yeah uh isn't that 444 isn't that the 76ers uh, almost going perfect to the title That's right that's right uh, Moses Malone and his Philadelphia 76ers Uh, winning in 83 that's uh, but that's, that's not what I associate the year 83 with um, it's uh, what is your association with 1983 it's not basketball related at all it's the cricket world cup <laughs> <laughs> uh, but of I, course. I think I think it's a nice segue to world cup related topics yeah 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 good job good job Koshik <laughs> see we're not we're not rusty at all <laughs> not at all um, yeah the basketball world cup concluded i would say um a week ago from the time we are recording this we're recording this on 24 september um and it was surprising to say the least or was it surprising i mean i want to turn the tables around to you koshik mm-hmm. um spain won which is amazing cuz like I, i both of us have always really liked team spain yeah and more importantly our first born child our son ricky rubio we thought we had lost him you know we lost him in the wilderness but the, he's come back one of the original sons as well we have to say i would say the original son yeah, you know, he's, he's 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 come back we have been on the bandwagon almost irrationally for so long like i have been voting him in, as an all-star starter for yeah. about <laughs> since he was a rookie i i must have tried to vote him as a starter even when he was in barcelona yeah um, <laughs> but what, what what a magical tournament for ricky rubio he He's he's sort of like this, uh, I would say, underachieving NBA player. You know, he was number mm-hmm. five pick. He went above Steph Curry. Um, he he didn't have the career that many of us dreamt he would, considering how much of a teenage phenom he was. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's something about a basketball tournament in China because his previous big breakthrough was the 2008 Olympics, right, in Beijing, and yeah, uh, he really worried Team USA then. So um, and he comes out here and uh, he didn't even have to worry about Team USA. We'll get to that later. But uh, here he is. He's the MVP of the tournament, and Spain are the champions. Like I know, we talked about the World Cup a little bit earlier on, and you said you know your sort of sneaky bet is Serbia, and yeah. I think a lot of people thought that they would be the favorites after the Americans. Mm-hmm. But how do you feel about the? Uh, or I mean, I won't say how you feel. I know, I know you you're happy about it, but but what was the reaction to? Spain becoming the champions over everybody else. Yeah, I, I, look, I could not have predicted this before. I, I didn't think, and many experts also probably didn't think that the Spain team uh, would win it. Like you, yeah. you, you knew that in in FIBA tournaments, it's like a straight knockout, and anything can happen. But yeah. I think a lot of people put the likes of USA and Serbia ahead of them, primarily because yeah. like the Spain team is usually like really loaded, right? And this one probably yeah. wasn't by those standards. Like you, you it's had. It's a pretty weak. Yeah. Yeah, you had 
you of course had Ricky Rubio and Mark Gasol uh, from from the NBA uh, and and like a couple of other guys, the two Hernan Gomez brothers, but really yeah. not not much more than that. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. And even when you consider like the Real Madrid and Barcelona guys, it's still like sort of second fiddle. Rudy Fernandez is like 73 years old, um, and <laughs> the, the rest of the people from uh, from Barcelona are also like not major major players. So it's a bit of a surprise, but it's, I think it, when you when you think about it, the way they played, and especially our, our favorite son Ricky Rubio, like he kind of. Like I, I know Mark Gasol had like really good games where it mattered, but he, this is kind of Ricky's team. The way the way he played, the way he conducted himself, the way he um, kind of like took charge and and made sure that the Spain team was playing the way uh, it should. I thought that was really cool to see. Uh, and obviously, I'm always always celebrating anything uh, successful for Ricky Rubio like you are. Uh, but yeah, I, I would I would not say that I would have expected this at the start of the tournament. And you made a good point. Like this isn't even this is far from being even one of the better Spain teams. Like the the two Spanish teams that lost to USA yeah. in 2008 and 2012 finals were on paper way better. And yeah. I would say even on performance, like they, you know, we saw Pau Gasol, who was really one of the better international big men and NBA big men actually mm-hmm. for most of that era. Yeah. And he, and like it was his team uh, those few years. Yeah. So it's. It's so interesting that this weaker team, where Mark, yes, was the second best player, but Mark is, I mean, he's past his prime. Let's be real. In the Raptors, he was, you know, maybe the fourth most important player, yeah, or something like that. So, uh, it, it it was glorious to see. And you are right. It it was it was Ricky's team. It it went the way Ricky led them. Mm-hmm. So, um, it it was just beautiful. Um, what else did you see about this tournament that you enjoyed? Now Argentina made the finals. Like it's insane. You talk about Rudy Fernandez being 74. Is Luis Cola is somebody's great grandfather at this point, right? 100%. 100%. He's like he's a bit like Vishesh. He just gets younger. <laughs> he gets younger every uh, every tournament. But yeah, I can't believe he apparently he's the only guy who was part of both uh, Argentina's previous finals in like 2006 oh or something like that, and yeah. and this one. He he was on both those teams. So. Uh, yeah, it's a bit ridiculous. Uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed Argentina. I know, and I discovered this about you very recently that you're a bit of an Argentina hater. We can talk about yep. that or not. Um, but sure. <laughs> but I I was quite pleasantly surprised with how Argentina played as well. Like again, they're a team down slope. They don't yeah. produce the same kind of players anymore. The, Argentina famously, of course, like it, it's hard. It, that sentence doesn't sound real to me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I I think the team, team to play, uh, and uh, and yeah, he's just he's just really really electric the way he plays and he sets the tempo for. Them. So yeah, I was really really surprised to see Argentina playing Serbia. So really really impressive. Uh, didn't even make it to the semi final. I, I mean, we were gonna get there anyways, but I'm glad you brought it up now. So you watched the USA play. I think this was the tape. This was the game they won, and I think they lost the the day after, right? They Am did. Am I right? And Yeah, uh, was not necessarily organized, but just that the seating was really bad. I completely, okay. I completely expected the view to be not great yeah. because it's being played in a football stadium and and it's massive. So yeah. I, I had zero expectations of like quality of what I can. It's just yeah. that I expected to to see something at all. <laughs> uh, so it was it was flat seating and people paid yeah. up to like five hundred, seven hundred dollars to pay to watch that and they couldn't see anything. Um, so the funny thing is like I made it. to a, a news article on one of the popular like news channels here uh, oh, i mean your complaint my complaint made it on there and guess who else made a complaint 
Russell Crowe. So, uh, look, oh wow! Look, I'm 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 going to take that as a win. I think I've never yeah, been featured in the same place as Russell Crowe before. Uh, yeah, you're both gladiators. Absolutely. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, um, going going back to the basketball bit though. Like I thought. Yeah, you so you saw them play. What did you? I mean, everyone knew that this is a weak team, but they were still the favorites, right? Yeah. And everyone was. We were all kind of hoping for them to lose a few games just to make the tournament unpredictable. Mm-hmm. But could you have actually seen, or in a way, like predicted that you know Team Coach Popovich, who still have guys like Kemba and Don Mitchell, um, to to do this badly? No, not at all. Like you don't you don't think USA loses until they actually do lose, right? Like yeah. nobody nobody ever uh, predicted that from that sense. Um, and to go back a little bit, like I, I know it's not their best team, but like I told you in the last episode, it's still a case of me not ever having seen 15, yeah. 16 NBA quality players in the same. Exactly. Place, yeah, right? yeah. 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 Uh, when you consider the three or four that were in Australia's team as well, so even even when the game that I saw, um, sure, like they were not no, not a well-oiled machine at all, but you could see the individual talent. You could see mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. likes of Donovan Mitchell and Kemba Walker, just like. Just being vastly superior to the likes of Delvedova and like yeah, and some of the other guys, yeah. right? Um, I mean, I mean, Paddy Mills was magical, but yeah. he's he's nowhere in NBA rankings close to like the guards in US, you know? Exactly, exactly. Uh, and th- when USA players like they kind of assemble this team every uh, every time before a tournament, it takes them a while to get going, and you could definitely see that they hadn't played together. And there was yeah. no movement the way like some of the other national teams. They're just players who played together since they were kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the quality difference really showed. And at the end, and it was like a 20-point win or something. And everybody was like, "Wow, cool! We we got to see US players." But like nobody yeah. really expected a close game. But that mm-hmm. changed. That changed. The th- when the uh, second game was played on the Saturday, um, yeah, it's just really crazy. I'm not going to say it's yeah. because Kyle Kuzma didn't play, but <laughs> <laughs> that's a dumb excuse, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think Kuzma would have helped this team that much. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I can't believe they lost that game. Uh, and sure, like the the crowd sort of got it going towards the end, and Paddy Mills just becomes like this Olympic warrior sort of a character Zero. when he, when, <laughs> yeah, he play, yeah. when he plays it for the green and gold. So like the team, like they play hard, they play. They play like every game, their last game, but like, and they don't necessarily like always have the, the the talent, which is why when you see them towards the end of the tournament, like they kind of give. Um, and I mean, we must mention they didn't have the best player, Ben. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, it was a real surprise, I guess. Like, and at that time, people, I guess, started to think maybe this US team won't win, uh, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even even then, like you would have thought, like it's USA's to lose, right? Uh, yeah. And then I guess, I, I, in in the real, it makes sense when you look at yeah. the way they played against Turkey and they nearly lost that game. That that game should have been a loss if. Uh, that that was the game uh, that I I immediately then the alarm bells went off for me because, mm-hmm. you're right, like Turkey and and again like like all these teams we're talking about Argentina, Spain. Mm-hmm. Uh, even Australia, Australia maybe maybe not, but these other teams that made it far, Turkey is really way past their good years. Like yeah. they, 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 even their best team was you know eight nine years ago in Iskander. Mm. So uh, I mean I, maybe they would have won the game if Iskander had played, <laughs> right? Like who knows? But it's just um, so I mean just to sort of round close this conversation of um, Team USA. Oh, definitely credit the other teams. I think it yeah. the the 
the big thing to take away from here is like if you want to win a world cup and you send your third or fourth best team against all of the country's best team mm. like you always come um that the USA can't just take this lightly they have to send their best team, best players or at least they like second tier players for this to happen yeah yeah um, it's no, it's completely fine I, that lebron and the like kind of, if those kind of guys don't play that's fine it's completely understandable olympics always takes like a bit of a um, step up for these guys but there's so many others like i i feel like anthony davis or someone like that should have played because like he's, Damian lillard anthony davis these guys want to focus on yeah. the nba career like a little humble brag here i kind of met um, lee ellis from the starters Bef- yes, yes, yes. Yeah, before before the games, and uh, it was really really good chat. Obviously, a big fan of their yeah. show and and him in general. And I thought he said something that was really cool. He said it would have been a disappointment for world basketball if someone, you know, doesn't beat this team. Like if, yeah. if the world basketball has come so far away, and if they end up mm-hmm. losing to this like C or D team of the US, then mm-hmm. like it's a bit of a sad reflection. So I'm, an insult, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm glad that I'm glad that it happened. I could not have predicted it would be France. I would have I would have <laughs> thought that Serbia had a chance to do it. Australia generally plays in well, so I would have thought maybe them too. But like France, what what a game that was from Rudy Gobert, and then they I go mean, off. it shows how good Gobert is at the. at the level of all big men in the world he doesn't get talked about it enough cuz he's utah yeah but the guy is a beast he's he's so athletic he's such a great defender yeah he's, um, he's an absolute beast when he switched on but like yeah. immediately the game after that like argentina played him off <laughs> the floor yeah. and then they lost they lost so badly it's, uh, and, that's what i love about fiba fiba basketball like it's like one game anything can happen and there's like so much contrast of styles that you can see um, yeah amazing stuff and i'll add you know about the usa thing um, about uh, them them sending a team that is not the best team mm-hmm. and and losing i mean uh, kobe your main man kobe yep. was at this event as of like the ambassadors of the sport and he said something very poignant he said that even when we sent the redeem team 2008 mm-hmm. yeah and or even 2012 when usa won gold back to back gold medals mm-hmm. and they really those two olympics they sent as good a team as they could have of yeah. the current nba stars yeah. it really took heroics for them to beat spain right. so it's not like like it was easy for for the kobe in his prime lebron wade these guys like playing at the be- one of the highest levels carmelo anthony at one of the highest levels you know mm-hmm. they still needed like kobe to be like mamba like nba finals mode kobe to exactly. win that game so yeah. against against spain so so like i i i think now he's he's completely right like these tournaments now are open and yes if the us decide to send their best team possible for the olympics they will be clearly the favorites mm-hmm. but also i think the level of surprise is going to come down if they lose yeah you know? yeah true absolutely so um, so i want to i, I, I want to just round out this basketball world cup yes. talk current uh, how great was that photo of uh, Kobe and Ginobili next to each other watching watching the semi finals <laughs> that's like two of my all time top 5 guys uh or, or my favorite not necessarily yeah. like best players but just two of my top 5 um, if there was like Paul Gasol maybe Luka Doncic in there like i would have i would have just died um is <laughs> a, a question for you Karan uh yes Kobe and Ginobili when they sat together and they were discussing whatever game was going on do you yeah. think they spoke in english spanish or italian I'm going to say Italian. Yeah. Because uh, both have, both have Italian like life experience or like uh, they've spent enough time in Italy to right. Yeah. Um 
or it could be English to be honest, because like, yeah. Actually, you know what? Mm-hmm. If it was anybody else, it would have been English. But I know Kobe likes to show off the fact that he knows yes. other languages. Yes, exactly. So he would have, he would have been in Italian. <laughs> so, uh, Kaushik, I want to bring you closer to home now. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's let's do a, a short roundup of stuff that's been happening in Indian basketball in this time we have missed. Absolutely. Um, you know, uh, a few weeks ago. The sub junior nationals took place, mm-hmm. so we are going all the way from Beijing to Katak, all right. And um, it was also a surprising finish, very much like the FIBA World Cup, where the 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 boys champion were the Mizoram team, and it was just a magical run for them. They beat some of the best teams in the country, including Punjab in the final, mm-hmm. to win the the championship. And it was just like this, you know, the the, the narrative always is that in these tournaments, um, a lot of teams send kids <laughs> who are not under 13. <laughs> and uh, Mizoram actually had players that looked like they were sub juniors, so it was kind of a, everyone was really happy that like hopefully the team that won the tournament had players of age <laughs> they deserve to. Um, the women's champion was Tamil Nadu, who were runners up last time, and you know perennial favorites. Not much of a surprise, perennial favorite at these events. Yeah. Um, and the other uh, sort of main event that's happened, or not event, news thing that's happened is that and the NBA India has a new uh, managing director, mm-hmm. so. Yane Kolako stepped down earlier this year, and uh, he's been sort of uh, followed by Rajesh Sethi. So he's a new MD, and uh, it's interesting. He's come, uh, of course, at a very pivotal time. We'll talk about this a lot more in detail because uh, Kaushik, in less than two weeks, the first and ever preseason games are happening in India. How good! How so, good was uh, that uh, advertisement? I love that ad so much. I'm, I'm, it made me like really excited for this game. I mean, I'm going to be in Mumbai uh, next weekend onwards. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm just hyped. It's uh, yeah. It, it's something we'll take a much deeper dive in very soon. But before we do that, it, it, we are getting to a very busy calendar of basketball because starting in less than well, starting in three days from the time we are talking, is going to be the FIBA Asia Women's Cup in Bangalore, your hometown again, your hometown which has become you know, Asia basketball headquarters almost. Specifically, Asia women's basketball, like every major Asia women's basketball event, yeah. is taking place in Bangalore. Yeah. So, 2017, both our women's teams were in Division B. I mean, I mean both. Sorry, um, uh, the senior women's team and the under 16 women's team, and both won Division B. Senior women's team, of course, won on that super shot by Shireen Lemay. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the best players of that team was Gina Skaria, who continues to be one of the leaders of Indian basketball right now. So, we decided to help us preview the very next. by Asia women now that india is in a very difficult division a with all the top teams in the world uh we should bring gina and just just get a feel of how confident she feels about this tournament so um, let's get her on so i'm excited to introduce one of indian basketball's finest talents gina skaria sometimes spelled s k a r i a sometimes spelled s c a r i a there's a whole confusion with her life that I'm, I think Gina, you yourself haven't fully rounded up, but it's fine. Yeah. There's no confusion with your talents. Yeah. Actually, I have uh, put that S C A R I A on my on my Facebook account, and okay. you know most of the thing people are thinking that I'm Gina Skaria, but yeah. in actual it's Gina Skaria. Like yeah, in my yeah. passport and all, it's Gina Skaria. So it's fine. Any time you need to escape the country, you can just pretend yeah. to be the. Yeah. <laughs> you always have a way yeah. out. Um. So, so Gina, of course, uh, if you guys don't know, I mean, first of all, you should. But she's a native of Kerala, and she's went from being a teenage phenom to one of the best players in India's women's team. 
she was one of the top performers in the team that we talked about two years ago, uh, which won Division B uh, of the FIBA Asia Women. And since then, she, uh, Gina, you did a very rare thing. You played professional. Uh, you, I think you're yeah. the only third Indian woman uh, after Geetu yeah. and Anita to do that, to play yeah. pro basketball yeah. overseas. Uh, you did Ringwood Hawks, the same team as Geetu in Australia. Yeah. Um, now she's back with the national team and the team is back in Division A for mm-hmm. the FIBA Asia Women in Bangalore. So, um, Gina, let's talk about that tournament first, which is coming up. It's starting in mm-hmm. a few days. You've been in camp for a while. Um, yeah. Tell me a little bit about, more about it. How long have you guys been in camp? You've been in camp at Bengaluru for a while? Yeah, actually the camp started on June or July, I guess. But I have reached here last month after the you know Ringwood uh, Clubs games and all. So I have yeah. reached here on yeah. August 17th. So it's been a month now. Okay. And uh, yeah, first we had 40 players and now they have shortlisted it into... We are 16 now. Okay. So the team has haven't announced yet, but we are yes. 16 now. Yeah, uh, I think by the time this podcast goes live, I'm hoping the team will be announced. Um, who is the coach at this time? It's Mr. Bra, right? Zoran is it. Zoran is the foreign coach yeah. and I think Mr. Bra yeah. is the... Uh, K.S. Bra is the assistant coach. So... Um, how is he going? Shiva Megan is there and Kuldeep sir also there. Yeah, so Kuldeep Brad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so, so how? I mean, you must be very familiar with Coach Zoran by now. He's been yeah, he's coaching there. you. He was there for seventeen, two thousand seven in Asia Cup also, and um, we went together for Commonwealth also. So yeah, been, you know, two three years. So it's really nice to work with him. And most of the players also, like me, Shirin, Priya. Stiffy, you know, Anjana, and most of them are there for last year's checkup also. So it's really good, you know, to be back here and, you know, play with those girls. It's really nice, yeah. So, I mean, apart from you, you mentioned a few of the other top names. Uh, mm-hmm. Shireen, of course, hit, yeah. was the heroine in in many ways of uh, yeah. the, the game-winning shot in 2017. So mm-hmm. she is going to be one of the top players uh, aside from you. Um, who else should should we keep an eye on who else is looking like they're in very good form for this tournament? Uh, Barka is there, you know, she's also from... Barka Sonkar is back? Yeah, That's great. yeah, she's yeah. back. So, Barka is there. Mm. And the other girl, Bandavya, she's from Karnataka. Bandavya, and yes. She's there. Yeah, then Raja Priyadarshini, she was there, uh, you know, like 2017, she was there. Yes. 2018, uh, Commonwealth, she was there. Asia, Asian Games, she was there. So, she's mm-hmm. there and um, Sifi Nixon is there. Anjana yeah. PG is there. And we got a few new girls also, like um, Anmol from Japan. She's back from Japan. Anmol Preet, who, who, who played. Yeah. yeah, she went. I think she went to high school in Japan and played there for yeah, yeah. a while Yeah, she's too. a first Indian. Yeah. So, she's sort of here. So, I hope all these, you know, talents will help to improve uh, better. It's not easy, you know. Last time it was in Division B, but this time you know, it's in Division A. So, the yeah. competition will be really tougher. Like, we are playing a first game against Japan on 24th. Then yes. we have, uh, you know, Chinese Taipei, Korea. So, the competition will be really tougher. But I hope all these girls, together we can do better or good. You know? Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about this... Um... The, the immense challenge that is lying ahead. We're playing so many t- tough teams very soon, right? <laughs> yeah. um, so, uh, it seems like the, 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 there's uh, there, there are a lot more younger players in this team now. And I think you are now one of the 
elder state so you are the chechi of yeah. this team right like yeah, like yeah. say because uh, because uh, anita hey. isn't in, in the camp good, time around good malayalam karan i know right but, but no gina talked yeah, last uh, time also we, we we discussed the same topic you know I, so last time you were getting there but, but last yeah. time team all had anita and raspreet siddu right yeah, so yeah. so, so yeah. you had like super chechis in that team mm-hmm. but now i think you're you're one of the elder, most experienced yeah. players so yeah. has that changed your mentality a little bit like you're you're a real leader now in this team so so now you have to do both things you have to actually be the top player and also do leadership yeah but the good thing is i got priya and still i have a chechi here like stephy she's yes. chechi for me so <laughs> thankfully she's there so stephy priya and shireen i think uh, others are like you know juniors Mm-hmm. So we are sharing the responsibility together. Me sharing Steph- Shireen, Steffi, and Priya. And it's funny because all of you guys are still, you know, in your mid twenties. And so I think you're chechis because you've been in the team so long. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. Shireen has been playing <coughs> since she was sixteen, seventeen, also. Yeah. So it's uh, you, you guys are just so experienced, and I I hope that that sort of uh, continuity, your like habit of playing with each other, it translates to the court. Yeah, it's really helpful. That chemistry will help a lot, I guess. Yeah. And here also in the practice sessions, we can see that Shirin knows how I'll move, and I knows mm-hmm. how she'll take the screen and all. So it's really mm-hmm. helpful, and I know how Steffi will cut, uh, how Priya will go for rebound, and everything. So it's really helpful. So tell me this, you know, um, the the team is mixed of so many different players from so many different states. You know, there's mm-hmm. uh, girls from Kerala, Tamil Nadu, Maharashtra, North Indians, yeah. all that. Uh, yeah. What is the mode of language between you guys? I know I'm sure the coach speaks to you in English, but between yeah. the team, how, how do you communicate mostly? It's a, I would say it's a mix of Hindi and English. Sometimes okay. English and sometimes Hindi, sometimes mix of Hindi and English. And when it it's Priya or uh, Steffi or Anjana, I used to speak in Malayalam or Tamil. Mm-hmm. So it's a mixture of every language. <laughs> but what yeah. language do you curse at each other? Is that what uh, a question? We don't curse much. <laughs> Damn it! Very, very, yeah. very diplomatic. Very answer. nice girls. Yeah. Jina, I, uh, I wanted to talk to you about some, uh, something that you mentioned a few minutes ago, where you said that mm-hmm. it's a much bigger challenge this time because you have to play the likes of yeah. Korea and Chinese Taipei. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're in yeah. Division A, much more difficult mm-hmm. opponents. What, uh, mm-hmm. what, what are you guys doing to? prepare yourself for these kind of opponents um uh, two weeks ago we used to have practice matches with boys that was the only thing you know we can we could do because we had a plan to go to serbia and uh, there was a plan to go to serbia for exposure trip and all but unfortunately it got cancelled mm-hmm. so the only way we had is you know playing with boys so we had a lot of games like in in thrice in a week we used to play with boys so i think <coughs> those kind of games you know playing against boys that kind of games would help us to be you know more tougher more stronger yeah and you know our main aim is to you know stay in the division a mm-hmm. uh, the ultimate aim is to you know probably we'll play against philippines in our last game so that is the main aim or the main thing we are you know focusing right now it's not japan or you know korea or chinese yeah it, it's a point that we should play against them well but the main thing is philippines 
the mm-hmm. main opponents are Philippines right now. Yes, so so essentially you have uh, you have many games to sort of get yourself ready for the main final game. Uh, that's yeah. That's what it sounds like. So uh, yeah, no, that that's great. I, it's actually really really uh, amazing that there's definitely um, there's there's something that you guys are all aspiring to. There is a there is a goal and there is something that you guys are working towards. And I'm sure um, it, I, I was quite fascinated by the fact that you said playing against. Um, playing against boys teams, men's team is is a great preparation. It's the perfect mm-hmm. Indian thing to do. If if everything else <laughs> is spoiled, mm-hmm. we'll make the most of our uh, of our situation. Uh, sure. <laughs> so, is is there any particular teams that you are you are looking forward to playing against? Any particular players that you are um, that you might know from like previous international uh, tournaments that you you're expecting as a big challenge? In 2015, also, you know, we played against the Philippines. Our final game was against the Philippines, and we lost by few points, and we went back to Division B mm-hmm. in 2015. So I think we don't want that in this year. Mm-hmm. So I think from the start, from that game on that game we have to give more importance to those little little things like mm-hmm. uh, i do remember that time we had a lot of uh, miss passes we did a lot of turnovers so when i think about this philippines the you know for me the most important game is the philip not not only for me for the team the most important game is the philippines game mm-hmm. so the thing we have to do is you know but we have to minimize our turnovers uh and you know we we should give more focus to that game like what are the mistakes we did that year because mm-hmm. the team we have right now also have the same goals which we had in the 2015 asia asian asia cup like mm-hmm. anjana anjana was there shrin was there priya was there <coughs> bangavia was there so we should i think we should uh, discuss this each other and we should we shouldn't repeat those mistakes this year and especially on the philippines game gina um tell me something and that game against the men's team mm-hmm. what was the score of that game like we have played many games against this men's team uh, we had two teams one okay. team from the uh, the sports hostel team from karnataka and other okay. was beagles club Mm-hmm. Oh, the when Beagles. To, yeah, when it comes to this sports hostel boys, they were so fast. You know, they were like junior team or something. So they okay. they were so fast, so quick, and very aggressive. But okay. when it comes to <laughs> Beagles team, they were kind of strong team. You know, mm-hmm. so it was two different kind kind of teams we had here for the practice mm-hmm. matches. So I think these two games against these two teams would definitely help us. Why did the women's team win these games? <laughs> I want to hear you say actually, it. Actually, 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 we won. I think twice. Yeah, I know you did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I just want just wanted to hear that. Um, mm. so now you're playing this tournament back in Bangalore, right? Yeah. Bangalore. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, Koshik and I were talking about this earlier on that Bangalore has be- become in a way. The capital of FIBA Asia Women, like all mm-hmm. the big tournaments are happening there, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So to you personally, first of all, mm-hmm. um, how does it feel playing back at home again? You know, uh, having the home crowd backing you mm-hmm. up. 
yeah i still remember the crowd and support we had in 2007 you know the scream the screams of the crowd they were re- re- really screaming at the last few minutes if you remember the final yeah. games we played against pakistan the, mm-hmm. they were really screaming and the pakistan um, players were missing their free shots and all mm-hmm. so those are the memories i have in my mind and um, i guess the same thing will happen right uh, this time also like the crowd will be there the supporters will be there they will cheer for us and you know when there is a lot of people and there is a lot of crowd it will give us you know confidence and all because mm-hmm. we have that feeling of we have everyone to support us we have everyone to cheer us it's a great feeling so mm-hmm. i think this time also the crowd and support will help us especially in the last game yeah <laughs> Yeah. how how do you feel i mean i'm sure you're happy that this is very useful for you know uh, the women's basketball getting promotion in india right mhm it's uh, the, the in the last few years um, we've seen our men's team struggle quite a bit so yeah. uh, but b- but on the other side like there've been a lot of individual women's players who have been very good stories you know a lot of players got scholarship yeah. young players yeah. to go yeah. and study abroad and you of Sanjana, course have played Vaishnavi, yeah and you of course have have played professionally abroad so yeah, yeah. are you excited for like what do you feel about the future of the women's game in india yeah it's a good thing that you know so players like vaishnavi and janan are going out and you know uh, play, uh, playing for different universities you know, states it's a great thing and also i also got a great opportunity to play in australia it was you know it, it was tough in the first few days it was tough you know the culture everything was tough but after that i i think i have uh, you know molded it it helped me to mold myself not only as a player but also as a as a person it was a it was a different different experience and i think i have learned a lot of things so all these things like the scholarships in different countries and this leagues it will help not only the players but also the indian basketball team and the good thing i heard is that the women league is coming so i have, i'm hearing this for few years since you know 2010 or something but still i hope this year the league will happen and it will definitely help indian basketball listen i, I mean, think it was future indian basketball it was announced in february or something that a league is coming yeah. in 3 months so <laughs> yeah and see the, the issue so is act- to it, so. yeah 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 see <coughs> see the problem is we time is very relative it stretches and thins yeah. you know uh mm-hmm. there bfi is working with quantum physics while we are mere you know <laughs> we, we are mere journalists here so you <laughs> yeah. understand time the way they do um, yeah. but but let me ask you uh, what more do you think i mean of course you mentioned the league uh, mm-hmm. can you go a little bit more deep into that what more do you think can be done to uh, help women's basketball in india uh when i was there in australia uh, i have seen lot of interesting things like they have a very good system you know sports system like every every corner you can see a basketball club or netball club they have regular practice they have a lot of age groups a team with a lot of age groups and uh, for example in ringwood you can find uh, an under under 12 teams 
for under 12 team like under 12a under 12b under 12c and wow. 12 like that and every weekend they used to you know there is a lot of leagues are there they used to play each other and twice in a day they have practice so we should need this kind of system i don't know is it it is not possible to you know uh, make this kind of system in a, in a few months or something but we should you know do something like uh, uh, you can for example if you want you can start a small league in a particular place and you can you know make it to like uh, like how we have we have um, for universities we have you know first we have southern university mass then it's all india in in that way we should start something like that like first we should need a district league then a state league maybe then a uh, southern league so, with southern states and all then it, uh, like an all india league we should start something like that and i think uh, it would definitely help the future players not the players who are here here currently but the future indian players it will help like the future uh, kids it will help i guess Uh, Gina, uh, you've already answered a couple of questions that I haven't asked yet, uh, but I, I, I want to specifically talk about some of uh, your your time from uh, from the Ringwood Hawks experience in Australia. Yeah, yeah. Uh, first of all, yeah. I want to say I'm really sorry I couldn't make it to any of your games, uh, yeah. but uh, maybe maybe next time you're here, if you get another chance, I'll definitely be there. So uh, tell tell me what. Uh, The, when you first got here um when mm-hmm. you first came to uh, to melbourne uh, what was your mm-hmm. what was your impressions like first impressions of uh, of melbourne of australia of basketball here um and you said it was difficult to in the beginning but yeah. i guess talk yeah. talk me through your um your your feelings of um from mm-hmm. from day one till i guess you kind of got adjusted to here yeah first when i got this call from team i was so excited because you know like as a third player third indian woman it's a it's a great thing i have never dreamed of something like this because um, my dream was just like you know play for india or uh, lead india team but that was the uh, maximum what i could i i thought i could dream of mm-hmm. but when i got this call i was so excited and first i was really confused because should i say yes or no because i i i would um, i realized that it would be it would be very tough as a ordinary kerala or vinadan girl <laughs> who studied in a normal school or you know who have uh, um who has lot of you know i'm i'm a kind of person who is very not very open or who is very you know talkative or i used to mm-hmm. be a silent kind of in, in the court also you can say i used to be a very silent kind of player so i realized that it will be very tougher for me but i thought i should you know come out of from my comfort zone and i said yes but when i reached there i realized everything is different like when it comes to language the slang is different <laughs> they had a lot of uh, you know different uh, phrasal phrases and all the first few days it was kind of difficult but the good thing is i had a lot of people there to help me out like i had two teammates uh, i used to stay with their name is kasudi and megan they, they are from uh, states and they helped me a lot and tim's family and after that i found few malayalam fam- malayali families there and they also helped me a lot so first it was kind of difficult in every sense like the culture the language uh, everything 
<laughs> after a few days i day by day you know i improved and i managed somehow yeah when it, when it comes to basketball mm-hmm. uh, before going there itself team has told me that the court time would be you know less or it will be some days it, it can be few seconds or few minutes so don't expect much uh, prepare yourself that the court about the court time and all mm-hmm. so, but i said yes because for me it was not about the court time it was it's a chance and how i use the minutes i get so i said yes and uh, yeah i think i did uh, i i get uh, in a few games i got like 6 minutes 6 plus minutes but i think i did my best yeah that's that's amazing jina uh, as, as someone yeah. who's who has uh, also like moved to australia from india to kind of suddenly mm-hmm. experience all of these things um especially like some of the some of the slang and the language it's uh, yeah. it, it can be a bit and like also, full on thing if i was from bangalore or delhi or mumbai you know mm-hmm. i i could have easily managed mm-hmm. but uh, as a girl from wayanad you know it, <laughs> it was totally difficult yeah uh, what what were your favorite like uh, australian slang that you picked up <laughs> actually uh, shirin was making fun of me like we, we were talking me barka and shirin were, were talking one day and she was like oh jina is in the slang and barka is in american slang and i'm here in indian slang this is funny <laughs> she was making fun of us one day it's i mean it's almost the, the english is so uh, accented in australia i'm sure you felt that this yeah. is a different language right almost <laughs> yeah first days i was like oh my god what what are you saying and i was like oh. but you know day by day it was it was it was a great experience actually what and uh, you said you found um, malayali families did, did yeah. you get access to good keralaite food at all yeah what did you eat to, over there yeah they used to make uh, food for me and they used to pack it for me the malayali oh. families and also we stayed in a house and we can cook ourselves so i used to buy our rice you know all masalas and all from all these indian stores and uh, for lunch i used to cook this indian food and dinner we used to cook together so, so did yeah. you know how to cook the food before or did you have to go out and now this challenge of life you had to learn all or to <laughs> no, cook all over again back in trivandrum we used to our team we used to stay together in a house yeah. and we used to cook together so i knew how to cook yeah but you know i improved a lot i guess <laughs> <laughs> that always happens that's always a story when you're ch- challenged in this way <laughs> people yeah. improve yeah uh, what what did you think you learned most from your coaches or your teammates about basketball uh from australia yeah yeah the good thing was here uh, if you are a tall player you don't have to you know dribble or you don't have to shoot from outside just you have to do is go inside get rebounds and put it back mm. but when it, when i reached there i realized that if you are a basketball player you should know from 1 to 5 if you get a ball out of three point line you should shoot if you got a ball from uh, you know from somewhere you can drive you should drive in so that was the main thing uh, you know I, it was very interesting like uh, in my team most of them can play from 1 to 5 it was so interesting for me maybe i can play as a 3 4 and maybe as a 5 so that was so you know it was so great the thing that a player can play from 1 to 5 so i really if you know if i 
in future if i coach uh, any team or something i really wanted my players to play from play like 1 to 5 yeah that that that's amazing jina i think yeah uh, yeah especially as in india because height is also a little bit rare uh, the moment somebody yeah. is identified as a tall person like they just get earmarked to play one True. or two positions uh no yeah. it's amazing what what, are, what about other things like off court stuff in uh, in ringwood or, or melbourne that you sort of uh, you'll remember the most uh i had i think i had a lot of my first time experiences there and mm. this american friends of mine they used to record everything of it like <laughs> i had my uh, first night out like we used to go out and you know we used to go to uh, go to some club and they <laughs> they recorded a video of mine like you know is having her first drink <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that was funny and i have never had this tacos Mm-hmm. This lasagna and yeah, and they used to record each and everything of <laughs> like my first experience. You know, it was really funny, you know. That's so, how were the tacos? You it like the nice, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was nice. And we saw that you went, you did a lot of like hikes and outdoor stuff too, when you were yeah, out there. Yeah, I did my, I did the skydiving from there. Wow, and, nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, it it molded me, you know, totally like a different person. Mm-hmm. Like, I was very, very silent, and nobody could believe that I did skydiving and snorkeling <laughs> because <laughs> everyone used to see me as a silent player, very nice girl, very nice Kerala girl. But <laughs> that I did all this stuff, so it was really funny. Those eight months, yeah. <laughs> um. The funny thing, I think, Gina, is like you played you played in a home ground called the Cage in Ringwood, and yes. you, you sort of got out of your cage after after coming here, I guess, which is uh, which is quite fun. Look at you, Koshik, making all these uh, po- poetic, all these deep uh, allegories. Yeah, poet. Yeah. <laughs> um, how how was the first clubbing experience, Gina? I have to ask. You brought it up. Oh. <laughs> You really want to know? <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> if, if you want to share it, you can tell us anything you want. We are we, yeah. we talk about so much other crap, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think yeah, it was same same or something, mm. and we went out like a, a Saint Patrick Club or something, an Irish club. Yeah, Irish club, and uh, I I had a vodka. <laughs> and yeah it was fun it was fun i thought i would be very sleepy or you know <laughs> like something like that but i was i was fine i did good yeah <laughs> excellent excellent jina yeah. um, uh, finally i guess before uh, before we say goodbye to you uh, can mm-hmm. you can you tell us about what your future aims and ambitions are in the next next couple of years do you do you want to play professionally again do you want to uh, do, do you hope for a league in india i guess like where do you see yourself in the next couple of years uh that's a good question because right now i don't have such kind of dreams or something mm-hmm. only the thing is if i if i got any call from any clubs i never i never say no because i already <coughs> had an experience and it was great it helped me a lot so i won't say no and the other thing is i am really looking forward for this indian league where other foreign players and coming and playing mm-hmm. you know it will as i said earlier it will definitely help us indian players indian future players so i'm really looking forward for this indian you know league and hope to 
happen soon, like this year or next year. And the other thing is, you know, playing for India is the best thing I have ever done. So yeah, I hope I could, I can play some more years for India, as well as for Kerala. So that is the dream I have right now. And I have a, a another dream is my my sister. She started playing basketball. That's amazing. And she's in twelve. Yeah, she's in twelve standard now, and she played in the last youth championship, and Kerala team won the, you know, youth mm-hmm. youth nationals. So the other small dream I have is um, I have I w- I really wanted to play with her in a in a in a you know in a match like mm-hmm. maybe a state in a in a state team or something mm-hmm. so that is a small dream I have right now. That's amazing. I I really hope you yeah. get to play with her for uh, for an Indian team. That would that would be amazing. Oh, <laughs> because we have an age age gap of nine years, so mm-hmm. I don't know that. But <laughs> maybe <laughs> in a Kerala team or something. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent stuff. Excellent. What's her name? Uh, Just Lee. Excellent. Excellent. We'll keep out. We'll keep out on the on on the lookout <laughs> for her. as well uh, thanks so much for your time jina best of luck for the fiba asia tournament thank you best of luck for thank everything. you so much it was nice talking to you it was great talking to you too uh, and yeah. uh, again i'm sorry i couldn't make it to any of your games but i definitely posted your signed jerseys to wow, to gopal from ekalavya <laughs> thank you so you're the one who did that thank yes. you thank you so much yeah but i think it, it haven't reached here yet it hasn't reached reached here yet i guess no it has it has uh, it took a while it has it took about one yeah. month to reach but it finally yeah. reached <laughs> that's good Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for that too. No problem at all. Uh, so good luck again yeah. for the FIBA Asia tournament, yeah. and we'll we'll speak to yeah. you again on another podcast yeah. in in some time. Thank sometime. you, thank you so much. Yeah. So I want to thank Gina Scaria for giving us her time, sharing so many stories, and um, telling us about so many of her ambitions. I'm so excited to know that she's sort of uh, she she took this challenging experience and came out of it with so much like positive change in herself. it's it's a kind of thing that you know people cliche they talk about oh yeah you need to be brave you need to do all that and people very rarely go through with it and then come back and you see a positive result or or what they perceive to be a positive result in one in themselves mm-hmm. so it's really great to see that in her yeah absolutely especially when she was candid about the fact that she wasn't expecting anything you know basketball related to go that she just wanted to make the most of her time and she kind of came out came out being a better person which is like which is everything you want to hear from a story like that right like just open her eyes to so many things and like for a, for a self professed like shy girl to do like skydiving and snorkeling which is is amazing i i just loved that section i i really hope that sort of this newfound confidence now translates on the court too i mean she was dominant you know easily the best player in the country i won't say easily but she was the best player in the country uh even when she was a quote and quote shy person yeah so um, yeah, absolutely like maybe this change in mentality will bring out like something new in her which uh, i can't wait to see yeah 100% uh, and, and like she said the key key game to watch out for in the upcoming fiba asia tournament is when they play the the philippines which i guess is yes. what they're expecting the game to be to to keep them in level a so um yeah If, this is if, why it's so low. We're, we're playing Japan, uh, the first game, who are Asia champions. You know, let's just let's just start with that. Let's just, let's knock out the champs first. Yeah, yeah. And then and then move on. And we're <laughs> and we're playing at home, so why not? Exactly. Anything is possible. Exactly. Uh, so that that brings us to I guess 
if you're a listener of this podcast and you're in Bangalore, please go out uh, to Kantirava Stadium, which Karan can now say perfectly. Uh, <laughs> and, the Shri Kantirava Stadium. Excuse me. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's the Shri Shri Stadium. You know, I think I think it's it's been Christian so many or it's been blessed so many times with so much great basketball. It's a Shri Shri now. Absolutely, Shri Shri Kantirava <laughs> Stadium. So uh, please please go out uh, and support the. support the women's team in in their quest to um not just stay in division 1 but also probably like get get a couple of memorable wins uh we hope so too so koshik um, this tournament is going to go on for the next week mm-hmm. and very soon after it pretty much the weekend after it is uh the big, the beginning of something very epic in indian basketball the first two nba india preseason games Um, Indiana Pacers and Sacramento Kings in Mumbai. That's crazy. That's insane. I'm actually surprised. I thought it was only going to be the one game, but two games is even cooler. Uh, yeah, so back you're, to back. You're definitely going to go for them, are you? I'm there. I'll be working at the games. So uh, if you are, if if anyone is there, please look me up, shout me out, insult me for my podcast or whatever. <laughs> you know, just uh, let me know. Yeah, hit, hit me up. Let, let, let me know uh, profess your love of Indian basketball because we are. We, what I used to think is a small family is a growing family of us like Indian basketball lovers. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm always excited to you know meet people, and uh, I'm excited to see these games, man. It's going to be epic. That's that's amazing. So uh, listeners from Mumbai, if you want to get grab uh, your celebrity shot with Karan, uh, a selfie maybe, and post it so that it goes viral on Hoop Darshan social channels. um listen koshik karan you said dream big the, okay <laughs> the kings and the pacers are there I, i don't think they need to find me to find a celebrity shot okay <laughs> it's going to be like you know when they glare off like greatness like you turn on all the lights so you don't see the small mombatti i'm going to be the small mombatti in the sun at this event okay the, <laughs> that that's what's happening <laughs> look you're going to be there that's what matters uh, you're going to be there at the first ever nba Our preseason is still in an NBA, NBA game. It still matters. Um, yeah, it, you're still going to be at the first NBA game in India ever. So yes, um, so excited. You you were you were there when um, India won their first ever game since in China against China since basketball started. You're yes. you're there at this historic event as well. Um, current history is going to remember you kindly. I I hope so. No one else is remembering me kindly. So. <laughs> <laughs> um. but but yeah uh, we will take a much deeper dive into into these games and like everything the tamasha around it i'm going to be in mumbai i, I think by time we record next koshik so i'll already be getting uh, revving up with the things a little bit um but yeah we'll talk about it in much greater detail in our next episode but for now um i hope you guys enjoyed the the first of this upcoming you know basketball mela that's happening in india which is the fiba asia women's cup and um, and then the nba is next so it's a good time to be a basketball fan in the country absolutely uh, and and as always listeners if you want to reach out to us uh, karan is at karan madokwan and at hopistani on twitter i'm at underscore kaushik seven the podcast is at hoop session we're available on a host of different platforms like spot um, we're also available on spotify did you know that karan um, you can search us uh on uh, on there you can, we're on iTunes Podbean SoundCloud bunch of different places so uh hit us up uh, send t- tell us wh- what you think if you have any questions 
send it our way as well we'll shout you out for sure and until next time hashtag india basketball